Welcome to the heartbeat. Man, there's been so much changing. I don't know about you guys, but it seems like a week, it feels like a month. (laughs) I feel like it's been forever since the last episode, but it's only been a week. And maybe that's just because of me with so many internal changes going on. I'm in a space of spaciousness right now where I'm not having a super packed calendar and all these things going on and like putting that demand on myself. And it's been amazing to see how much inspiration and creation has been coming through from that. Um, and are kind of reminding me of the importance of space, right? And I'm also getting a lot of internal shifts that are going on, um, really just coming into my heart and prioritizing me and also respecting my space, uh, Literally, I'm a huge introvert, uh, even though I can be very extroverted when it comes to parties, but I really recharge by myself. And so, um, really recognizing like how important that time is and, you know, in this pandemic where we've all been called to kind of isolate and that's kind of being lifted in parts of the world right now, but it, it's important to maintain that like when this all is over and it will it's a season um i i wish that we don't let the pendulum swing in the other direction where we always have to be around other people um I, i'm kind of in a space where i'm going to be more so prioritizing my me time because i see the value in it and i've always sensed the value in it but in, in holding it in a new way if that makes sense um And so I hope that you do the same. And that's just something that's coming through for me right now. But yeah, I've been feeling really good going up next week to visit a friend out in Seattle. So if you're in Seattle, give me a holla because when this episode's released, I'll be there. (laughs) Um, That'll be, that'll be cool to to meet some of you guys. But yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of taking it day by day and being really kind to myself. I've noticed that I was carrying a lot of shame. I made a live stream about this the other day, actually, where, you know, I would set a deadline for myself. Keyword, I would set a deadline for myself and beat myself up for not hitting it. Or if I wasn't feeling in the right headspace, um, I'd feel bad for, for moving things. And we do that with other, like I'm doing that with work, but that happens in so many other areas of our life where we set an expectation for something and we don't follow through with it. And then we think we're a horrible person and all this shame compiles on us versus um, just treating it with compassion and being honest with how you're feeling in the moment. Um, And anger, you know, could be used to kickstart you into something, but if that's the only tool you have for moving forward, then you're just going to live in a state of hating yourself. And that ain't fun either. I lived that a lot of my life and it took me until I actually knew what surrender was and meant where I was able to let go of that because that was the only tool that I had to do something right. And I was able to trust. And that was a, that's been a big thing for me still that I'm coming into a deeper, deeper allowance and trust in myself and of God and the universe and that it's all going to be fine. It's all going to work out how it's supposed to totally different space than me just a few years ago that put all the pressure on myself to make everything happen. So without further ado, I do want to introduce Willow to the podcast. I've been following her for quite some time on Facebook or Facebook friends. Everything that she posts is fire. And I was like, 
girl, we got a collab. <laughs> and so here we are. And um, we talked a lot about surrender and trust and faith. And, you know, this is a really potent episode. So get out a piece of paper and a pen and take some notes. And without further ado, you're listening to my conversation with Willow Jane on surrender, trust, and faith. So what's on your heart to talk about today? Oh, what's on my heart to talk about today? I feel like the topic of surrender, <laughs> it feels mm. like, whew, you know, it really feels like we're each being asked to respond to this core to surrender. And this is something that I speak about a lot in my, my programs that I offer because, mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of us have been conditioned about this hero's journey. We've, we've been, um, the story of this hero's journey that we've been sold and that, that hero's journey is like this core to adventure and this idea of this external conquest of, you know, what do I need to conquer out there in the world to feel my sense of worthiness? And, that sense of worthiness can be something different for women and it can be something different for men. And one of the things that I've been really reflecting on as all of these different events have really played out in the world as well, like, you know, I think everybody, regardless of, of what they have been trying to conquer on that hero's journey, now it's, it's this kind of, um, you know, hanging up the shoes and this call to surrender and this other type of journey that we're each being caught into now. And this is more of this inward journey, this inward journey within into our hearts, into our bodies, into our soul. And this is this, you know, in the work that I do, I speak about this descent into the goddess where we journey deep within ourselves and we discover where you know, what it is that we're truly desiring, um, for ourselves. And the truth is with that, we kind of, we, we do this sorting process then of, wow, where have I been investing my energy outside of myself to feel that sense of worthiness? And now when I come deeply within myself, where is that actually not in deep congruency with my body, my body's needs, my heart's needs? And, and what it is that's really most important for me in my life. Um, and, and that's what I've been seeing is really unfolding for the collective is like, wow, when I stop trying to pursue something outside of myself to feel that sense of worthiness and then I just come deep within my heart, then these whispers of what's really most important for us in our life and our purpose and how we wish to, to move and live in the world, I feel has been really revealing itself to us each and and that's something that we can only discover when we we meet the goddess and we meet the feminine this this liminal dimension that's found within our bodies whether we're woman or man mm -hmm. well i want to back up to surrender <laughs> because <laughs> i think there's a lot of of confusion around what that means yeah so i guess could you clarify oh. that for a little bit of yeah. What exactly is surrender? What's the, how do you know if it's like surrender or you could call it passivity or anything else? Mm. 
Yeah, I think that, you know, for me when I, I, I guess there's two different um, feelings in my body. You know, for, surrender for me means being in that place of being clear on what my intentions are and then from that place of being clear on my intentions and what they are, it's like I meet I meet my body of is this a moment of moving towards that and and through action or is this a moment of reflection? When I'm when I'm moving against surrender, then I'm trying to impose my expectation as I'm taking action. Um yeah, so for me that place of surrender first, that kind of you know, when we're not in surrender, there's and that passivity can be in place, it can actually be procrastination and it can be a place of confusion. So in order to find that beautiful place of surrender, for me it's being really clear on what my intention is and then coming deep within myself and asking myself, is this a place of, you know, allowing myself to take action or is this a place for me to just be really present within myself and and to be in this place of deep reflection. And as woman, my my map of knowing when to take action and when not to is my menstrual cycle. <laughs> now, men don't. <laughs> I know that's very good for men that are listening. <laughs> but for yeah. women, you know, but it is, you know, I guess for men, it's like, you know, that place of like introspection and reflection is more around the new moon. And that's generally when women bleed. And then more for men when we're actually all feeling that of like taking action is around the full moon. So I think if we can be really clear on what is my intention um, and what's needed right now that feels good in my body, like which feels like a yes, you know, like then we can go, okay, this is like a moment of just deep presence and, and observing and reflection or, you know, I'm feeling really good about like taking some action towards that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love mm-hmm. that you're bringing it back to the body because then like yeah. what intuitively you're feeling there is definitely mm-hmm. the way to drop into your intuition. And I think a lot of people are stuck in the constructs of their thinking of, oh, I should do this. Okay, cool. Do this. Right. And <laughs> yeah. you think that you need to do that in order to whatever, uh, but yeah. you're actually abandoning and neglecting yourself in the process. So I love that you are bringing it back to the body of of having that be your guide of taking whether it's taking action or surrender. And I also think just kind of mirroring this in a different words and language uh, Mm -hmm. that your definition of surrender is also like this. um, You could say like non neediness or also like a like a willingness to let go to how you think it's supposed to happen. Or what you think will give you xyz whether that's a person or a thing and it's kind of like again lack of better term surrender to uh to what the universe has for you yeah and what a beautiful way to describe that because it's it's actually i find that this uh, dynamic is similar to that needy or avoidant lover you know, it's like uh-huh. surrender is that, you know, that that beautiful, you know, because for me the way that we can embody surrender is by looking at the way in which those two archetypes or those two energies of the needy and avoidant lover also play out in our lives. Right. You know, the needy, the needy lover is like 
out of a place of not being able to release expectation or wishing to impose certain ideas of how something has to look. It's like, ah, scrambling, scrambling, scrambling. And yet the avoidant lover is like almost lacking one's sense of value and trust in the universe or trust in that if I am just clear in what my needs are and what my desire is, like, and I allow myself to just be really clear in that, then I'll be able to play between that place of moving towards and also just being with and allowing for that sense of attraction to magnetize that lover to me and and playing in that dynamic. So it's almost like that needy and avoidant lover is also the way in which I work with surrender as well because what's met in the middle um, is that deep sense of trust and presence with life, you know, and and surrender, yeah. So how do you get to that place of trust then? Because if you if that's kind of the gateway to surrender, it's how you choose to let go, right? And I say this a lot that it's the decision to let go is harder than actually letting go, or or mm-hmm. continuing that process, right? The decision to say, you know what, I'm dismissing this. That's the hard part. Actually, the action of letting go is actually pretty easy. So how does somebody get to trust so that they can actually? allow yeah. themselves to surrender. Yeah. So so when we're looking at trust, I look at the opposite polarity of that is betrayal. So in order for me to not, you know, betray myself, in order for me to build that self-trust muscle, I first have to be really deeply clear within my body of what it is that I want. So for mm-hmm. me it's like whether it's a partner or it's life and it's our business I believe that all of us right now over these past few months especially, we've been going through this sorting process within our life of looking at where our life was in congruency with who we are and where we've been in deep integrity in the types of relationship and partnerships and the way that we've been showing up in the world. So I believe the first step is get really clear on the life that you want to create for yourself. and. Once one's really clear on that of like, yeah, that's my yes, you know, like where have I been self-abandoning myself because I've been playing out them stories of like not being worthy or I've been playing out them stories of like fear of failure so I haven't been going after my dreams or I've been playing out them stories of low self-worth or shaming myself and haven't then been moving towards what it is that I desire And so the first step is get really clear on what it is that's a yes for you. Like if, if, if money wasn't an issue and if your fears weren't there, like what would you be saying yes to in your life? And then once one's able to be clear on that and they're clear in their intentions, then when them different patterns come up of like where one would move towards that, um, and, and then maybe they would get fear or they would feel that sense of questioning themselves in that moment then they're faced with like, do I lean into my fear? Do I choose to not invest in that story? Or, you know, um, do I do I choose to, to trust myself? And each moment that we don't invest in that fear and each moment that we choose not to invest in that limiting story, we choose not to betray ourselves. 
And from that place, we can set goals and we can set visions. And each time we take a step towards that with the fear and just feeling the fear mm. and doing it anyway, every single little time we do that, we build that self-trust muscle. It's like, you know, it's each time that we do them them tasks that are like, oh, it's like tough. Oh, I, I haven't gone into this space within myself before. Each time we show up and then we look behind ourselves and like, wow, I didn't think mm. I could go past that part of my, you know, I didn't think I could go past that edge and I did. And then we take a moment to look back and we're like, wow, like <laughs> we celebrate ourselves. And in that moment, we're like, holy shit, like I am more than that fear story. And it, it starts mm -hmm. small. <laughs> it's like, it starts small. And where I tell people to start with this is like, looking at what your week is like and mm -hmm. and looking at your week and looking at okay like I, I've just been taking people through this process and I've been saying to them like okay we're gonna do a, an audit of your week and we're gonna look at where are you investing your time and your energy and I get people to, to do an audit of their week and look at where they're investing their time where they're investing their energy and then at the end of the week I say to them like is the way that you're investing your time right now in the deepest integrity with who you are, with your vision and what's most important to you right now. And from that place, people are able to see the inconsistencies and then they're able to choose differently and choose new goals. And, and then it's from that place of then showing up in their day from a place of deep integrity of what's most important to them um, that then begins to allow for them to build that self-trust that when they say they'll do something, they show up and do it regardless of the fear and regardless of all those limiting stories that may be playing out. And on the other side of that, it's like, whoa, I'm, they they trust themselves a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So it's mm. more so like you're bringing up a lot around clarity. Yeah. Is a big thing for trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it starts with clarity. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't know what they really want. They know what they don't want. Mm. But just from my experience, you know, with coaching people, it's really hard to, to get clear on what do I actually want, especially if somebody's been, you know, putting themselves off and mm -hmm. putting their needs in the back burner for so long. Um, yeah, how do you find how does somebody begin to like, actually discover that for themselves because and I want to open mm -hmm. up that conversation just because like I know and again this is an exercise I bring my clients through is you know what do you want in your love life and what's mm -hmm. that going to feel like what's it going to look like and there's a lot of stuff coming up where it's kind of like a deer caught in headlights or like oh I don't know or like is this the right thing I actually mm -hmm. don't know like and it's coming from like a trauma of not ever being asked that <laughs> for what you want or uh -huh. like kind of being shamed for what you wanted, mm -hmm. uh, whether that was, you know, from like kids that you were around when you were a kid or parents or something. So yeah. how can, because again, like even with, if, if clarity is a part of trust, how can somebody trust themselves in their own clarity? Mm, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing this because it's, it's bang on. It's like, um, you know, the yeah. number one thing that's going to, prevent us from being able to receive that clarity is shame because shame shame corrodes us from being able to see that we can be and do better it's like this blindfold you know i don't know if you've 
you've, you know, you've been in that moment when shamed and it's like, it, you know, it, it takes over your whole body and it's like, yeah. you know, and it feels like, you know, I don't know if you feel that when it's been in your body, when shame's playing out and it's like you almost, you become numb and you, it, blind, it blindsides you. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it paralyzes yeah. you, hey. And so the first step there, you know, is definitely like, okay, like identifying our shame story because mm -hmm. unless we've been able to identify our shame story, then that shame that we're holding is going to, you know, there's, it's going to blindfold us from being able to see that, wow, I can even invest in that program. I can even invest in that mentor. I, I even have the capacity within myself to make a choice and to even take one step towards where my heart's calling me. And yeah, I really feel, you know, there's shame, guilt, humiliation, you know, they're so intricately um, connected. But I sense, you know, that when one can identify their shame story and that there's, there's often what I've seen with clients is there's this there's this gap, right? There's this gap between who I am and who I want to be. And right. embracing that gap and being like, ah, oh, like, you know, being able to really move into them places where we're shaming ourselves and where who we are was shamed from, from our parents, from um, our time as a young child and the more that we can really embrace our imperfections will allow us to then be able to take off that blindfold and we're like wow <laughs> you know <laughs> I think too like I mean you, you, you're talking a, a lot too around like obviously taking that time being introspective but mm -hmm. um, I think again bringing it back to the body is also really important to just sit and ground and yeah. say like what feels right for me mm -hmm. and then just to some regard saying you know what that feels right to me and put a period at the end of the sentence and you don't have to like second guess it make it a thing uh-huh and it's like also like you know from december last year to about february i gave myself this time to i I could see these big goals and, and ideas and projects that were coming into my life. And there was this part of me that was actually shaming the young little girl inside of me that was like, mama, like, stop fucking, you know, stop pushing me, you know, please just be with me. And so there's this, there's this kind of culture which shames us if we're also <laughs> not dreaming huge and doing the next big thing and right because it's like a societal yeah. or like cultural thing to fill the gap instead of embrace it uh -huh. which seems like is a really important step it's kind of like skipping over a, a, a crucial part of things it's like a different type of bypassing absolutely and that's then where the embodied the embodiment that comes from sitting in it, not rushing it, not racing it, and just being with it, from that place comes such a deep level of embodied worthiness so that then when one is going out into the world, then that pursuit and that conquering or moving towards something externally 
is not coming from trying to fill that gap between who we are and who we want to be because we've been able to resolve that from a deep place of really meeting that that those younger parts of us within ourselves and, and embracing them imperfections and the best thing that comes on the other side of that is because we've been able to embrace our imperfections, then when we do go in pursuit of something about you know something out there in the business or podcasts, we actually lead with our imperfections and we lead from a place of deep vulnerability and authenticity and rawness and realness. And in that, we're going to have such a bigger impact. You know, people are going to feel that, they're going to know that, and we're going to magnetize the people that we're actually here to work with because they're going to see us in our humanness. <laughs> and that's what we need. Like, we need more people that are like, hey, like, this is who I am. And this is also who I'm becoming. And I'm holding the space for myself to, to hold all of that, you know, and not shame it. Yeah. Right, right. Mm. It's just showing up and being real and just saying, hey, this is who I am. Uh huh. How it is. <laughs> and there's, yeah. and again, there's so much around that of like what things are supposed to look like. And I think, you know, letting go of that supposed to is the part mm. of surrender that really. I think is the first kind of barrier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that that's what we're seeing right now in the world is that when we look at, when we're looking to our leaders, the people in authority positions, there's an aspect there of like um, this lack of empathy, compassion and, and humanness. And it's mm -hmm. from that creates this disconnect for our capacity to be able to, relate to them and so I yeah. think what we're what we're seeing is like you know what in order for me to relate to your message like I need to be able to see that like <laughs> like you know I need to be able to see that you know the divine and that you know God essence within you and and but I also need to see like you dropping all the masks like I don't need to I don't need to You know, I think one of the things that the Aquarian cycle is really bringing through for the next 2,000 years is where we are we're stopping looking for that guru and sage out there, that perfect idea of, of someone. And what we're wanting for true leadership and for the leaders that we're surrounding ourselves with is we're wanting people to support us to connect back into our own true power and the leader that lives within us. And, and I feel that this, this part that we're speaking about and this idea of surrender here today is that as well. You know, that once we've been able to connect into our own leader within ourselves and to surrender into letting go of where we've been shaming ourselves of where we're definitely embodying that change that we wish to see in the world as a, being a leader and where we're not, it's like then together we're all more able to just meet each other where we're at and 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 that's the more intimate place of relating with each other as we as we write this new map because we where humanity is going we've never been before so we have to be like radically real radically responsible and that responsibility first comes within ourselves and saying this is who i am this is who i'm becoming and this is this is real this is enough and nothing outside of myself is going to change that 
um, mm-hmm. and then leading from that place. It's something mm-hmm. that I'm really integrating in 2020, just for myself. 2019 mm-hmm. was a shit show. You could say you could call it a <laughs> midlife crisis, a spiritual awakening, <laughs> a Saturn mm-hmm. return, all in the same um, year. Um, and so, like, <laughs> you know, I'm really integrating right now of uh, that. I guess that disconnect, really, like you're like you're talking about of the things, and it's really focused on more so my character and who I am as a person not what I have or what I don't um, mm. determining my value or worth. Right. It's a big thing that I've been integrating. And so it is a constant surrender to, Oh yeah, that really doesn't matter. I mean, it matters and it doesn't because mm. it, it, for so long I, I was focusing on like, okay, like how much money do I have in the bank? Or like who's, who am I close with? And, and what was my circle like? And like all these things. And that matters to some extent. Right. But what it, it and then it doesn't. And especially after you kind of wake up to a different view of, of reality, you get to see like my own mental, emotional, spiritual well-being is way more and, and who that I show up as is way more important than what gets done or, you know, where I live and the things that I have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's something in my own life that I've been integrating in. And I think it's kind of what you're talking about. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I really love Brene Brown's research around this and, and around exactly what you're speaking about and around shame. You know, she really speaks about how all of this shame actually is all rooted into gender roles. And mm. that's actually where we have to really go and investigate is like, wow, what are the norms of being men or the norms mm-hmm. of being a woman that I've been sold? And where have I been? trying to set this expectation for myself to live from that place. And yeah. it's only when that I script be- is being rewritten like uh-huh. right now as we're talking. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, you know, so I, I'm, you know, my soul is androgynous, you know, it's like, yes, I may be born into this female body. So in order for me to be able to experience my creative androgyny, um, this existence in the full spectrum of who I actually am on a soul level, I first have to come to terms like, I'll just use myself as an example, like first have to come yeah. to terms that I'm a, I'm a woman, like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a woman, I'm in a female body. And, and, and the shame story that I've been sold is that, you know, the gender norms there is like be domestic, look after the children and so on. And it's like, I have to unplug from that matrix and then come deeply within myself and say, what does being woman mean to me? And what's most important about those different aspects? But then how can I also value that? Like as a woman, like I'm, I love building businesses and I love being a visionary and I love being like, <laughs> planning and strategy and equally for man it's like man has been sold that shame story have emotional control um violence uh it's like being in pursuit of your um career it must mean everything mm-hmm. you know and so then also for man it's like okay man's been um incarnated in man's body coming to terms with that and that gender but it's like then unhooking from that story and then gender norms and going what do like what is the type of man I want to be that is separate from that story? Like what is actually most important to me? And then how can I also allow myself, you know, when one comes into that place, it's like I I found for myself like those different gender norms around being woman 
Some of them are just not in really congruency with what my heart really desires to be doing with my energy. And and there's other aspects around that would be seen as more man or more masculine that actually is where I thrive a lot. And, and then giving myself that capacity to move between these uh, feminine and masculine energies so that I can really experience my creative androgyny. And and then that's when we can experience like that full essence of who we are. Right. Can mm. we get out of the story that's been passed Yeah. Down? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love that you tell me when you say it so succinctly. <laughs> <That's exactly. laughs> well, I'm glad I could summarize. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's making sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot. Absolutely. There's a lot there, especially around gender roles, and I love mm-hmm. that you brought that up too, because that's been another thing. Uh, like, like I mentioned, it's kind of been being rewritten. I was talking with a soul brother of mine today, and we were just talking about how like the way of of being a man, not like old old school, but like more so current even, is also like going out of style very quickly, mm-hmm. and there is a new way that's been emerging, um, and even this between me and him or recognizing like, like I don't have a, a role model. I don't have this, anybody in my life that I'm like, Oh my God, that person. Cause it's really more mm-hmm. so like myself and my higher self. And like, I'm just going to yeah. be in a crazy integrity with myself and what I want. Mm-hmm. Like you were talking about. And that's, I feel like really choosing the new way. Oh yes. Got a full body. Yes. For that. <laughs> I'm pioneering the shit. <laughs> yeah, we're like each pioneering our, new, our own way. How amazing. Like we're not boxing ourselves into anything. We're just writing yeah. the script. We're writing our destiny with by just waking up in the morning. Like I wake with the sunrise and I'm like, who do I want to be today? <laughs> you know? yeah. And I'm like writing that. I'm like, yeah, I'm just you know, tomorrow, I don't even know what it's going to bring. I just, I wake up with mm-hmm. the sun and I'm like infinite possibilities. Like who do I want to be today? And I just discover more of my essence and, you know, every single day. I'm like, wow. <laughs> level yeah. of, and, I think, yeah. and I think like, it's really important to note, like everybody has that freedom. It really is mm-hmm. a choice. Yes. Absolutely. You know, and, and then in that is like all of that freedom, all this flexibility, all of this joy, because it's like, you know, everything's available. Everything's possible. Like for me, that's where in at the start of my day, I, I get so much joy from that because it's like, mm-hmm. I just want to be in service to that and being in deep service and surrender to that, to ourselves each and every day. It's like, ah, oh, it's just. <laughs> Oh, and it's like the, it's like this big, um, you know, it's like the bee, you know, the bee that just, it's moving towards the flower. It doesn't actually know what's going to come from in its pursuit towards the flower, but what actually happens is this processional impact that it has and it cross pollinates and provides all the food in the world. And that's actually what we are each, we're each the bee. And every single day we just say, you know, I'm in, I'm moving towards, you know, wherever source is, is taking me today in deep surrender, but by holding just that intention of being in service to whatever's in our highest today, then this processional impact, this unknown, wider 
our tapestry of life then unfolds every single day. That could be that we couldn't actually comprehend with our mind. Like it's just, you know. So it's it's beautiful. I love that. And I think even in the pursuit, you know, as you're talking about this, I'm I've been giving a lot of space for myself to actually goal set again. Something that Mm -hmm. I've been I've been really short, narrow minded, focused for about a year. Some and most of it was needed. I feel in in the season Mm -hmm. that I was in. But I'm actually mm-hmm. thinking more long term again and reconnecting to my bigger vision and, and things like that. But you could say like I'm doing more goal setting, like for you know, in ten years, like I want a house like this and like kind of mm-hmm. the matrix type stuff, you know. And <laughs> I'm having fun with it and I'm taking it a step deeper of like, well, what will what emotion will that give me? Mm-hmm. Or what what like will that how will like, how do I have to show up in order to create that? Right. So I, I look at things and I, and I say like, what do I want out of this connection or out of the car? Right. Like whatever the thing is. And what would I be like if I already had that now? Yes. That's really like manifestation one one, right? You're just focusing on like, okay, cool. What do I want? How do I have to show up in order to get that? Boom. That's what you can control. <laughs> show up as that. And it's like a, a deeper level of goal setting that I just think is overlooked, especially in like personal development and everything. Everybody's like, yeah, goal set. Like these are the things I want. But it's like, if you take a step further, you actually bring it into manifestation, which is focusing on you and how you have to show up in order to manifest it. Absolutely. And and I do this future potentials meditation where I, I, I breathe into the body and breathe and connect into um, the void, you know, within the womb of a higher space. And and when one feels that energy and connects into that future potential and then allows for that energetic signature of that vibrational reality to be, you know, wash over them at the start of the day, then one's in that place of in order to have that, I need to be being and doing you know, from that that same vibrational reality, and and then we can just show up in that way each and every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's. I mean, you know, like you were saying, like embodying it, feeling mm-hmm. it in your body now uh-huh. instead of a thought. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and all the positive so emotions dope. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, feeling your gratitude, you know, a lot of gratitude for it. And when we can be grateful for it, it can begin to just manifest and magnetize itself towards or it's itself towards us. (laughs) Yes. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and on that, like, that's how we can surrender to the trust of it. Because again, Mm -hmm. we're clear. We can kind of bring it home. So when we started things out, you know, Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Well, Thank you so much for this convo. Seriously, like you're mm-hmm. an amazing person and I definitely look up to you and your work. Uh, you're you're so in resonance with yourself and it's not something that just I feel should get overlooked. So I wanted to mm-hmm. echo that to you and say that I'm, I'm cheering you on. Oh, thank you, Kevin. And the same. I love what you're standing for and all of the people that you're supporting as well. Thank you so much. Well, where can people find out more about you and what all you do? Yeah, so they can go to my website, willowjane.com, um, or they can also look up my Facebook page, uh, Willow Jane, and I've got a Wild Feminine Awakening Facebook group where I do weekly online trainings, a monthly group 
um, experience as well. And yeah, that, that's the best place for them to, to get to know more about my work. I love it. Well, thanks again for everybody tuning in. Make sure you share this episode with a friend, anybody that you think could benefit. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today.